Well, hello, one and all, and welcome to the Woe Pony podcast. This is Grace Clark here with you live at Riverside Radio in Battersea Park, London, UK. And I'm here with you today on the Woe Pony podcast for a little while, not a long while. How are we all today? I'm feeling literally superb because of the sunshine tiny headache I'll be honest it's it's throbbing it's throbbing in the frontal lobe sort of area but I'm feeling happy and smiley because the sunshine's out whenever the sunshine is out I'm a different person I don't know about you but there's one day that I have uh, a year it's known as Gracie's sad day and um it's probably sort of when we go into the transition of of summer into autumn and it's when my body suddenly realizes summer's gone it's it's never coming back and then my body starts to panic and shut down thinking that's it the sun's never coming back and uh, I go into a whole different phase but now the sun shines here baby and I'm back with a vengeance how are we all today I've had a very busy day flat viewings um, are very stressful and that's what I've been doing with my time today and uh, you know when you just get the vibe for certain places some some places had the vibe, some places didn't. So I'll keep you updated on my living sitch <laughs> soon. Um, so today on the Woe Pony podcast, as I said, thank you for joining me. If you haven't been here before, this is a live recording of the Woe Pony podcast that I put out to the beautiful listeners in the Battersea, Southwest London area. And um, each week I will choose a topic and gab about it, make banter about it. Sometimes I have guests and it goes live on air and then is rendered into a podcast that you can listen to or indeed watch on the YouTube channel. Now I will say public service announcement. I am very sorry that my YouTube channel has not been frequenting recently. I'm very sorry that my content has been poor and that my posting has not been the greatest. But I'm, I'm going to try really hard to get back into a routine. Life has just been very, very busy. So I can only apologise for any regular listeners and viewers. But yes, I choose a topic each week. And today's topic is dating horror stories, something which I have visited quite a few times. And today I was just, you know, rushing around busy day and I thought I need some dating horror stories just to give me that energy the sun shines out I just need to fuel my soul so I found some stories here for you from the internet that I'm going to share with you over this next 45 minutes or so if you're listening on the radio I'm going to go to one more song before we get into the chunky part of the show and if you're listening on the podcast I will be root boot Oh, Stevie. Uh, If you were listening on the radio just then, we had a little bit of Stevie Wonder. He's a part-time lover. Hello, and thank you very much for joining me. Welcome back to the Woe Pony podcast, recorded live here at Riverside Radio in Battersea Park, London. I'm indeed Grace Clark. And um, as I was saying in the intro, if you haven't listened before, this is a live podcast on the radio, which I think some people 
don't know, which is totally fine. I hardly ever explain it. If you're listening back on the podcast, then this is live on the radio, would you believe? If you fancy listening to it live on the radio to also listen to my eclectic song choices each week, then it's um, live at uh, every Wednesday from 7 till 8 p.m. Alternatively, just continue listening to it as you are on whatever podcast streaming service that you found. That's all I can say on that one. Anywho, today's topic of the week is dating horror stories. It's a topic that I revisit from time to time because it feeds my soul. It's, it fuels the fires inside and it keeps me alive. So without further ado, I've got some stories here to share with you and I'm, 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 I'm raring. Let's go. Let's go. The first story says a friend of a friend met a girl online. They chatted for a while and she made plans to visit him. When she got there, she was apparently a huge drag, boring, didn't want to do anything, and much heavier than her picture. They had nothing to talk about, and he just counted the days until she left while sleeping on his... Counted the... Sleeping on his couch? The day he thought she was supposed to leave, she confessed that she didn't have a return ticket. She thought she was just going to move in with him. He called her mother to get her home and her mum said that she didn't want her daughter back and offered him $50 to keep her. He bought her a bus ticket and sent her back anyway. (laughs) Great start. Right, we're here with the juice. I'm a bit confused. He met a girl online she planned to visit but then she just assumed that they'd move in and her parents didn't want her anymore. Okay. Lots to unpack there with so little time. Um, I'm very confused. Um, moving on, the next one's short and sweet. It says, a guy took me to a bar mitzvah as a date and he was crashing it. I didn't know any of the people. That's nice. Mazel tov. Um, next story. Got a single drink with a guy, declined a second. The date was perhaps an hour long. I'm not interested in more. As we exit the bar, it turns out we're walking in the same direction. Out of nowhere, he puts his arm around me. I have no idea how to react. Resolve the problem by drifting to the right until his arm can no longer physically be around me. Eventually, I'm in arm's reach, so he does it again. There's a block to go to my place. I'm not sure what would be more awkward. Removing his arm and walking together for a block or enduring the arm. Mm. I endure the arm she says we reach my street i turn to go he tries to kiss me aggressively i duck to avoid his lips and say no 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 we're hugging we're hugging then i flee he calls out so what do you think i baffled as to how this is happening call back i think i'm going home i get a text message minutes later saying it was nice to meet me with a winky face i respond with a polite message informing him i'm not interested He sends a slew of additional texts telling me that if I'm feeling as passionate as he is, we should meet back at the bar later tonight. I text back that I'm not interested again, this time more firmly. You be firm. You be firm. Commence about eight months of texting and emailing him. He informs me that I'm ugly, need to lose £30, nobody will ever love me, I'm a graceless gargoyle. (laughs) on and on 
It's all very amusing. Actually, once it's clear, he's not going to escalate it to physical stalking. The only response I ever offer is a single, stop contacting me or I'll involve the police. Eventually, he slows down a bit and I assume he's latched on to some other girl. Then a few months ago, he starts sending me love notes. Tells me he wants to eat strawberries off my thigh and take me to his love casbah. I'm glad I don't know what that is. He wants me to be Facebook friends, finds me on Flickr, tells me he's got a photographic memory for my bikini pictures. The last time he heard anything back from me was in July. This month he's offering to buy me lingerie. It was funnier when he hated me. Those were good times. Okay, okay, lots to unpack here. Um, This person has uh, a couple of issues. Um... Addiction, I think, is one of them. I think they can't seem to get enough of you, which you could take as a compliment. That might take the edge off a little bit. Um, okay, moving on to the next one, because I don't want to be taking... Sorry, I'm ha- as per usual on the Way Pony podcast, I'm having technical issues with my life. Just talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Fixed it. That was probably the quickest fix I've ever done on this show before. Um, the next story says, Met a girl on OK Cupid and went on a date. I like large women, but this girl was four foot six and weighed 297 pounds. Being the nice guy I am, we went out to the mall. Oh, because you're a really nice guy. Well done. After her buying the whole food court, she then tried to get me to buy her a $90 mini Mouse lamp. I said no. She begged. I said no again. She almost started crying, so we left. In the car, she tells me, will you marry me so my son, my daughter and I can have free army health insurance? I slammed on the brakes and made her walk. Never heard from her since, and I hope she got her lamp. (laughs) Okay. Why a Minnie Mouse lamp? Why is a Minnie Mouse lamp $90 as well? Okay, sounds very American to me. Moving on. I met a guy on OkCupid. God, these are all OkCupid. Okay. I met a guy on OkCupid who turned out to be a champ. We couldn't meet for a while after initially messaging because he worked a lot and I was going out of town for a bit. We Skyped a few times and before we eventually hung out, he let me know that he was divorced. Well, in the process of a divorce. Well, he was moving out this weekend. And his wedding ring finger had a a horrific wedding ring tattoo. Big red flag. Despite all of this, I still decided to give him a chance and we hung out. One night pretty late, he came by my place on his moped scooter, which I found out he has because he wrecked his Jeep and got a DUI. This person sounds like a delight. And he was already drunk when he came over. He made me take him to get food at a bar where he proceeded to just drink more. We came back to my place where he had to sleep on my couch because he was too drunk to drive home. When I went to kick him out the next morning, he asked if he could... Oh my goodness! Okay, the next sentence isn't radio appropriate. So just let your imagination fill the blank in and it's probably correct. (laughs) Um, I never spoke to him again, even though he kept texting me to help him move out of his wife's house. 
Such a literal nightmare that I can't fathom it really happened to me. Oh my god. Where do people... I mean, okay, Cupid, I was going to say, where do people find these people? But... Okay. Why did you continue to see this person? The big red flags were there in the beginning. People need to have higher standards for themselves. Okay. Okay. Next one says, Recently I started talking to a girl who was completely my type. Intelligent, sarcastic, really into fitness and had a great sense of humour. The first night we chatted online turned into a four-hour phone call. I can't even recall what we talked about, but there was an instant connection. It felt great. We talked for about a week on on the phone before our planned date. When the day came, things started happening. Her phone broke, etc. and we weren't able to have the date. The next day, same thing, different excuses. It still wasn't a big deal to me, but then one of her friends, one of my friends, asked who she was when he saw I had just friended her on Facebook. Her profession requires a strict database of anyone in her field. He took it upon himself to look her up and she didn't exist. Things started to get crazy at this point and I don't want to elaborate but I can say that with about 99% certainty that this girl actually was someone completely different. Okay, well that's called catfishing, um, just in case you weren't aware. Um, You've been catfished, my friend, of which I have done a whole other episode on and I'm going to do a shameless plug for it now. Please listen to the catfish episode. It was with my good friend and confidant, David Wilson, as a guest. You have been catfished, my friend. And on that wonderful note, let's go to the half-past adverts. Oh, some absolute tunes there during the half-past break. Hello and welcome back to the Woe Pony podcast here recorded live at Riverside Radio. It's Grace Clark with you for another 15 minutes or so and um, with part two of my topic of the week of dating horror stories. In part one, I shared with you some stories that I found on the internet of people that need to... Take a long, hard look in the mirror before they start dating other people. And I've got more stories of such ilk. So, without further ado, let's crack on with a few more stories before I say goodbye for the rest of the evening. Um, So, the first one says... I'm just going to flick my hair. There we are. Sassy. Let's go. It says, I got catfished by a girl who I found absolutely hideous. Great start. Her profile on Plenty of Fish was absolutely gorgeous, but when we met in person, she looked so incredibly different. So we went on the date, and the whole time she was fishing for compliments on her outfit, her hair, her makeup, and anything else she could fish for. By the end of the date, all I knew about her was how much she loved attention. When I told her what we would, that we would. <laughs> Okay, start again. Focus. When I told her that we would be better off as friends, she started having a tentative... Oh, my God. Deep breath, everyone. No one needs to panic, okay? She started having a temper tantrum in the middle of a bus terminal. I was called every rude name in her vocabulary, and she even slapped me before she stormed off. The strange part was that the next day she texted me like nothing happened yesterday. I deleted her number, blocked her, and fortunately never heard from her again. Well, 
She didn't need to slap you. That was a bit much. But the rest of it is is very, very odd. Next one. A friend of mine told me this story. She was on a dinner date with this guy at his home. About 10 minutes into the dinner, her stomach was feeling weird and she needed to go to the toilet badly. She was embarrassed and left. Over the phone later on, she told him and and he just said that she shouldn't worry and stuff like that happens. A second dinner date was arranged. Okay, very understanding. During the second date, the exact same thing happened again. However, this time, while she was at the toilet, he knocked on the door and asked if he could come in. She was quite confused and shocked. She said no, and when she came out, there was some sort of argument for which I don't know the details. However, the end result was that he, he admitted having spiked her food with a laxative. Obviously, he had some odd fetish. Okay, all right then. Um, we won't kink shame here, we won't fetish shame, but you can't be spiking people in their food. You should you should make it be known what your preferences are and what you enjoy. Don't go just spiking people's food. That is awful. Oh, gosh, imagine that. Okay, um, let's move swiftly on before I get into trouble. Met a girl at a bar. She was already trashed. She proceeded to say, oh, I'm glad you came. A lot of guys, a lot of times, guys don't come. Or if I do get a date, they don't call me back. Why do you think guys don't call me back? I actually said, I don't know, do you start dates like this often? Okay. Yeah, she sounds like she's got a a few personal insecurities, a few deep-rooted issues that, you know, some some talking therapy would be good for her. Would be good. (laughs) Who do I think I am? (laughs) Um, Moving on, I went to a house party at New Year's with a cute girl I just met and right after the ball dropped we started making out. After about 15 minutes I started to feel fairly sour so we decided to head back to her place. If you're feeling bad, why would you head back to their place? Okay, well anyway, who am I to judge? Turns out I had come down with with a full-blown stomach flu which ended up being intensified by the heavy drinking from the earlier festivities. I had to try to convince this girl I didn't know that this wasn't from the booze and that something bad was happening to me. I was so sick the next day that I couldn't leave her place as venturing further than 20 feet from a toilet was not going to happen. My fever was so high that I was hallucinating and I got lost on my way to the toilet in a straight hallway, then proceeded to faint in her arms when she found me confused staring at a wall. I pooped and puked in her house for a full 24 hours before I could muster up the energy and courage to take the 15-minute voyage home to my sanctuary of safety and acceptance. (laughs) The way that sentence was written was really funny. She lived at her mum's house. Oh, gosh. So that's the story of how I first met my (gasps) mother-in-law. Oh, so this turned out to be a happy story. Oh... Oh, well, that's nice. I mean, it's not a great first date story, but you can't help it. You couldn't help that you... Oh, it was love. It was love at first vomit. (laughs) Next one. Uh, This one says, uh, background to my story, I was born without a sense of smell. Bring it on. Oh, I can tell this is going to be a good one. One day I finally got up the nerve to ask this girl at 
at work out to lunch. It was a hot day. I walked her out to my car, opened and closed the door for her and started around to the driver's side when she jumped out of the car and ran inside without saying a word. I couldn't find out what happened. She refused to talk to me. So days later, I asked one of the other girls and finally they said, something in your car smells really bad. I looked around and found that half a cart of unfinished lunch milk had spilled on the floor in the back seat a few days prior. Oh, can you, you, can you, you can imagine the smell. You can imagine it physically putrid, like burning off the, the nostril hairs. Oh, I've been in a car before that's... Oh, <laughs> My body is remembering I, I've been in a car before that's that's been uh, cursed and tainted by sour milk, you know, it, it, it spilt milk, and then in the sunshine it goes sour and oh God. it's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> okay, let's move on to something a little less gross, hopefully. <laughs> I met up with this guy at a restaurant. The conversation is going well until up until we order. He then excuses himself and he's gone. I don't want to upset anyone, but I think I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm breathing through it. Okay. Everyone's fine. It's fine. Look, these things happen on live radio, unfortunately. They're very difficult to get through. But look, we're here together. We're holding hands. And thank you for being patient with me. <laughs> Let's start again. Let me start again. I met up with this guy at a restaurant. The conversation is going well up until we order. He then excuses himself and is gone for a seriously long time. I thought he just left and was considering paying the bill and ditching out too. Maybe 10 minutes later, he walks back in with bloodshot eyes. I thought he went out and smoked, which is a deal breaker for me. So I knew the rest of this date was pointless. He then apologizes for his absence and told me to and told me I ordered the same dish as his ex and he got emotional and went and cried in his car. I ordered the chicken Alfredo, a pretty common meal. Needless to say, that was our first and last date. He's still got some things to work through, I think. I think he was triggered very easily. That's not very nice, is it? Um, okay, well, let's go on to one more before I wrap up the show for this evening, unfortunately. Insert um, sad audience sound here. I've st- so for long-term listeners, I, I still haven't managed to work out how to do the sound effects on this system. But I will do one day, just for you. Okay, one last story, one last story. Let's make it a good one. I met up with a guy for a date in college who I had met through my roommate, She swore he was a great guy and we liked the same stuff, so it seemed like a great idea. He told me he was going to take me to dinner and then we could watch a movie and it was sweet. So he comes to pick me up from my dorm and we start driving towards the store. I think, okay, so we need to get groceries first. Uh, A little weird, but fine. Nope, he drives around the back, stops the car and tells me he's going to check the dumpsters for food. He also added that I can come too if I want and said it's fun. I sat in the car and watched him rummage through bins for about 20 minutes. Not a good first date tactic. No, it is not. If you're going to take someone for dinner, don't take them to... Okay, right. And on that note... 
I can't possibly dwell on these any longer. They seem to be a little bit sort of... um, queasy inducing um, anyway thank you very much for joining me today uh, to the Woe Pony podcast live on Riverside Radio I have been Grace Clark and indeed always will be and um, I'm going to see you next week uh, lovely late time 7 till 8pm I hope you enjoy the sunshine and have a wonderful rest of the week love and hugs night mum <laughs>